0: be like a bird who halting in her flight on a limb too slight feels it give way beneath her yet sings sings knowing she has wings yet sings sings knowing she has wings be like a bird who halting in her flight on a limb too slight feels it give way beneath her, yet sings, sings, knowing she has wings, yet sings, sings, knowing she has wings. Hello and welcome to the Womb Centered Healing Temple podcast. I'm Sama Morningstar, founder of the Womb Centered Healing Temple. And I wanted to talk today about bringing our best womb centered healing energies and attention to the difficult and painful rift between masculinity and femininity that we're noticing well more accurately the we can say the um the the challenges that we're facing as the feminine as the collective feminine is awakening and claiming reclaiming her power the uh, patriarchal dominating masculine energies in people that are fully uh in men particularly but also some women that are fully on board with that hierarchical uh domination exploitation based way of operating uh, between, of relating between the masculine and feminine energies, that that is is coming more and more into conflict with this awakening and arising feminine power which cannot be dominated. And so there's quite a collective friction that we can see uh, in the news and in um, and feel in ourselves uh, as we share in our circles, um, relationships between men and women in our marriages, and in our and in, in our family relationships. It's very common to be feeling these frictions right now, and so I wanted to invite us. Into a bit of a discussion about this, and to bring our best womb-centered healing energies to this, and the womb-centered healing energies tend to do what the womb does phys- physiologically, and and we can um, learn about that by engaging something that I call biomysticism. So as we look at the biology of our bodies or an ecosystem, we can gain insights about how, by looking at the physical biology, we can gain insights about how the emotional uh, ecosystem works or our emotional body works or the spirit world, how the spirit world works. We can see that guidance in the physical world and so I call that bio mysticism and so womb-centered healing if we look at the biology of the womb and how there's several aspects of the biology of the womb that can be helpful for this one is the process of menstruation of shedding the lining the endometrial lining of the womb every month our womb uh demonstrates the wisdom of allowing things to dissolve and allowing ourselves to let go of what no longer serves us. So it feels like, and I've heard this from astrologers and, uh, and energy practitioners that this year, it, it, it astrologically, is a very menstrual year where many things will be dissolving and these patterns will be dissolving. And so though that may be uncomfortable and difficult, we know from the process of menstruation how necessary that is to allow ourselves and to support ourselves to allow this process of letting go of the old structures. Now, the what we know from healing when things are not going very smoothly with our wombs and what we need to do to help a physical womb or a physical uterus to heal from, say, difficulties with men- menstruation, for example where there are blockages, cramping, stagnation, Uh, what we we do is we can bring nourishment and practices in that will support the womb in doing her natural menstruation. So bringing this biomystical awareness of the wisdom of menstruation to this process This friction between the patriarchal, masculine, hierarchical models of relationship, allowing that to dissolve, both personally in our lives as well as in the collective, how can we nourish that process? So, allowing ourselves to rest, um a lot more bringing self-care practices more and more online and really nurturing ourselves through any friction or tension or difficulties we may be having with this process. So looking at the bigger picture and, and really seeing how what this what's happening is a positive thing is part of that nourishing of allowing this menstruation this dissolution to occur and and I'll talk more about that but first I wanted to say that the menstruation part of the womb cycle is not the only part that has wisdom to tell us about this process there will probably be many cycles of the dissolution and building back up and dissolution and building back up and that building back up is really important and and that's part that's the nourishing ourselves part and so it's just as important to build what we're wanting to create to focus our energies equally on that as it is to point out what needs to dissolve. And in fact, I would say, go so far even to say that we don't really need to point out what needs to dissolve. Because it's naturally dissolving as we nurture and build what we're creating, what we're recreating or rebirthing. So systems and family systems, personal relationships, and societal structures and systems that are centrally focused on life and generating life and partnership and mutually beneficial agreements all of that, as we build and feed and nourish that, will naturally dissolve and menstruate the systems that are in place that give more power to a dominating class or gender than than others. Because if we're really, truly going to be harmonious in partnership between men and women, between all humans, we need to come away, we we need to allow this hierarchical structure to dissolve, but it, it can only dissolve if we have fully nourished new structures, new ways of relating, and that aren't new, that are actually quite old, quite ancient, that we're rebirthing and that are being inspired inside of us. So looking at our lives and how are we in partnership with ourselves, with the, with the different aspects, the masculine and feminine within ourselves personally, as women and as men. How are we connecting to our own inner sources of power so that we are no longer dependent on others for power and we're no longer uh, taking power from others And so asking these types of questions is, how am I nurturing inside my own self, inside my personal life, the, the kind of harmonious partnership model of relationship between the masculine and feminine energies that I'm wanting to see in others? And so one thing that helps me with this Because it's very easy to get into a rage when we see um, people, particularly when we see men who are clinging so desperately to this domination, patriarchal domination model, and want to be allowed to continue to exploit others and abuse others, particularly women. There's a great rage that rises up inside of me. And... Of course, I have my own ways of working with that rage so that it doesn't get stuck in my body. I do a lot of growling and clawing and scratching, and things like that, uh, so that I don't get into a trauma loop with that. So that's a little tip for um, for those of you listening. The other thing that helps me is to, that that brings healing to this for me, is to remember that Men, and not just the the men that are awakening to these balances, but definitely them, but also the men that are clinging to the domination model are hurting deeply as a result of the patriarchy, even if they don't know it. And men and women both I've seen who are clinging to this predatory, manipulative, dominating behavior All of that behavior arises from deeply buried trauma. And it was a that's an accepted coping mechanism for unresolved, deeply buried trauma that has created a disconnect from love. And for some people, manipulating others gives them a sense of love, or they've replaced manipulation to get what they want from others for love, and it's a disconnect from their own inner power. And that disconnect from love and from their own sense of inner power happened at that original trauma, it may have been in their early childhood, there may be residue from ancestors, it may go back many, many generations. And so, and, and you know, this is quite common in our culture, that this trauma-based coping mechanism of preying on others manipulating others, harvesting other people's power. It's simply a coping mechanism from deeply buried trauma. It also helps me to remember that what patriarchy and this whole system promises to men, specifically, is that if they submit to the hierarchical system, And surrender to other men having more power and status over them and being able to dominate them, then they will at least be able to dominate the women in their lives. So that power over domination model means that there's going to be a very few men at the top of the ladder dominating everybody else. And The consolation prize for that for most men is that they get to dominate the women in their lives. Now, this puts the location of power outside of themselves. So even the people at the very, the men at the very top who seem to have all the power Actually, they don't have any power; all of their power depends on everyone else doing what they want them to do and there and them it depends on them manipulating everyone and everyone buying into this hierarchical structure and It goes down the line that everyone who Tries to gain power, or gets a sense of power by dominating someone else, making someone else do their bidding. Their power is is a completely dependent power. And what happens when, as uh, many women and men are also waking up to this, and Nourishing within themselves, their own connection to their own inner power, and learning how to not allow others to manipulate them and dominate them anymore. That's very threatening because then these pow- people, these, um, you know, the the dominators, who think that, who think because of their trauma, their buried trauma who think that the only way to have power is to dominate other beings, suddenly, as we say, no, we're not going to be dominated anymore, those people feel that we're taking their power away. And it's like an addiction. It's very much like an addiction. So the way an addiction say to an opiate drug, say opium or heroin works, is that it provides something that we have in ourselves naturally, opiates, and that, that, you know, are a natural part of our biology. It provides it in really high amounts from an external source. So the concentrated opium, or the concentrated heroin. And so when you take those drugs, what happens in the brain is that no longer, and in the body is that we no longer, we stop producing those opiates for ourselves, and we become dependent on that opium, that, those opiates from that external source. And so when that external source is taken away, The body has stopped producing those opiates for themselves, so you feel worse and go through sometimes very severe withdrawal of having no opiates in the system until the body kicks in and starts producing its own opiates again. And it's very difficult for people, especially who are addicted to the stronger opiate drugs like heroin and and um, cocaine and and opium, it's very difficult to get through that withdrawal period without going and seeking that external source of those opiates again. And so this predatory domination-based way of life where the location of people's inner power of men's inner power and some women by the way i've met quite a number who operate in this way as well when the, when our inner power if when we locate our power in external things i only feel powerful if you know they only feel powerful if they have control over all these people all this money, all these resources and have all this prestige and are able to dominate all of these people, the more of that kind of power that people get, it's like a stronger and stronger doses of heroin and opium and the less internal power they are naturally generating. And so when people start saying Sorry, we're not going to play this game anymore. I'm not going to be dominated by you anymore. That's very threatening because the withdrawals of that, of having all that power is just too much. And so seeing these people as addicts (laughs) to external sources of power just changes and reframes this whole situation for me and gives me a bit of compassion for them you know they really feel like they're losing something huge if people you know are saying no we're not going to do that and calling them out on the harm that their way of doing things is causing other people and and threatening to hold them accountable for that not allow them to do that anymore it's like it's devastating to them. And they immediately start going into withdrawal if they think that their that their source of power is going to be taken away from them. As and the higher more higher up in the power structures they are, the more devastating that becomes. And so this makes this starts to shed light on the severe reactions that we see in the people that are particularly the men recently high up in power that where that are being confronted with this and saying no this isn't how we want to do this anymore you can't do it like this anymore and they freak out (laughs) and so um the thing is that there are many who people who are seeing this for themselves and waking up for this for them, for themselves that haven't gone that far into the power structures the domination power structures and aren't as addicted but are doing the healing that they need to do in their uh you know unresolved trauma many men many women and and doing a lot of this healing and there are many women like myself who are recognizing that as our feminine inner feminine is being empowered and awakened as we practice that that we also need to address our own internalized masculine that that may very well be addicted to external sources of power and finding our own inner empowered Masculine is a great way to break our own addiction to how the feminine has bought into um, the domination model as well. And so as we let go of using our sexuality as a manipulation um, and all the ways that have been acceptable, uh, acceptable for women to gain power within that, external power model uh, as we let go of that and as we let go of then also then switch a switching to insisting that we have the right to do the same things that men have done to gain power outside of themselves and becoming very masculine in that way too and let go of that and say wait a second we don't need to have power over anyone else we can have our own inner power that that whole process is, as that's awakening in us, it feels to me like Mother Earth is nourishing us and preparing us to be ready to hold those who are going into severe withdrawals as their external power is removed from them. So it feels like She's preparing us, Divine Mother, Mother Earth, is preparing us with intense feminine empowerment, awakening, and all this healing work that we're doing, this trauma recovery work with womb-centered healing where we can start to bring back online the power of our wombs to heal our, our bodies, to heal our minds, to heal our spirits. And we're being nourished and nurtured for who knows how long we need to be in order to create the structures that are based on harmonious partnership between masculine and feminine energies that will be strong enough to hold when she determines that that's strong enough to hold the ones who are so addicted That it's going to be devastating when she removes that ability to do that from them by awakening them from the inside without us needing to do anything. So it feels like all we need to do is continue to nurture and nourish our own inner awakening and what we're building despite the kickback from the dominating patriarchal structures To just trust that that is being menstruated, that will be menstruated, that if we build these harmonious partnership, life-centered models, womb-centered models, that when those gain strength, then... Just like Mother Earth has been reaching inside of us and awakening our wombs and our feminine awareness, she will do the same for those that are addicted to external sources of power. And when they are going through their withdrawals and difficulties, we will have structures to hold them. So that is my message for today about womb-centered healing and the divine, masculine, divine feminine return to sacred union in humanity that is taking place. I would love to hear your insights and and um, anything you have to share with me about this, about what I've shared. Please feel free to reach out to me on any of the platforms that this podcast is broadcasting and um, you can also reach me on my website at salmamorningstar.com I am currently getting ready to produce a the opening summit speaker series for the Womb Centered Healing Temple which is a space an online space for womb-centered healing practitioners to share their work and for womb-centered healing um, seekers or people seeking help and support and learning about womb-centered healing to, to visit and meet these practitioners, be introduced through introductory courses, speaker summits, and things like that, To the various modalities that are available, various resources that are available, all in one place, and all modeling this new structure of sharing power and and internal sources of power that are shared and collaborative, co-creative models of working together. So uh, you can sign up for the opening summit, which starts on October 31st. You can sign up for that at wombcenteredhealing.com. You'll get to the same place if you go to SamaMorningStar.com as well. So wombcenteredhealing.com to sign up for the Womb Centered Healing Temple's opening summit. All right. I look forward to connecting with you soon. Take care.